Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It apparently rained uh, pretty hard last night. I didn't hear any of it. I don't know if there's a lot of lightning involved or not, but a lot of standing water throughout the area. Be careful about that. Nice and sunny today. Perfect highs of 74. Hard to get better than that. But then tomorrow, cool and cloudy. Highs of uh, 59, 20% chance for showers. Then Saturday, look out, 90% chance for rain. Highs of 58. And Sunday, 40% chance for showers uh, early and highs of 56. And staying cool early into next week. Chef Kevin Belton joins us right now. We love to talk to Chef Kev every Thursday. If you have any cooking questions, 504-260-1870. That's the Oakland Heart Jeweler Talk and Text Line. And I will pass them along. How you doing, Chef Kev? Good morning, Voice of New Orleans. Well, I don't know I about love, all that. I love that, that man. You, I love that name. You're the chef of New Orleans, I'll tell you that. Let, let me ask you this. Yeah. We're a little bit confused about this slap your mama thing because, again, I don't understand why you would want to assault your mother if she cooked something <laughs> that was really good. It would seem like it'd be like hug your mother, right? Or maybe kiss your mother or or send your mother flowers. I don't understand why we're slapping her. Do you understand this this saying at all? Yeah, because that means, I mean, normally if something is really good, you'll go give her a hug and you go, thank you. But yeah. this takes it to the whole next level that it is so good. Ooh, I'm a slap you. It, it's almost like, you know, when, when the, the old saying, you put your foot in it. Mm-hmm. But that's you usually know, a negative it, thing, right? It, if you... No, if something is really good and somebody cooked, you say, oh, man, you put your foot in this. Uh, it, meaning that they, they went all in with it and cooked it so great. It's just a saying, an expression. Yeah, my ex-wife tried to poison me one time with something she put in the food. <laughs> so is that the same That's kind of thing? No, no. she oh, did not. God. She's a lovely woman. I'm just joking. The divorce was all my fault. I'm just making a little joke here. It's okay. What you been cooking this week? Uh, I tell you what, uh, this week since Eric was out of town, we did something that we all love, but he hates broccoli. Yeah. I did a nice. Uh, I, I did a. a well, you can't blame bowl. him for that, really, can you? No, you know, he, it bothers, even the smell bothers him. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I don't cook it when he's around. But I did a Buddha bowl. A Buddha bowl was, you know, they think it came from back when a Buddhist was going around to different towns, and he had a bowl, and he would go to families' houses, and they'd give him scraps from their food, and he ended up with different things in it. Okay. And these days, a Buddha bowl, uh, a lot of times it refers to a vegetarian dish, but it's like little combinations of food. So I did brown rice. Uh, I took some flank steak and sauteed that off, and then I seasoned it. And I put a little um, beef on the brown rice, and then I made a sauce of, in the pan, I used brown sugar, soy sauce, ginger, and garlic and threw that in the pan where it sauteed the beef to make the sauce and put the broccoli in that and let that cook and steam. 
and then put the broccoli with the sauce over the rice and the beef. Sounds delicious. Where can they find a recipe? Yeah. WWOTV.com slash food. Somebody, yeah. te- somebody texted in. I'm sorry, Kevin, go ahead. No, 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 go, please. Well, somebody said they got a brand new, or they want to get a cast iron frying pan. They don't know whether they get a gray one or a black one, gray being brand new and unseasoned, I guess. And then they want to know, is it really that good? Basically, they want cast iron skillet 101. Is it worth the trouble? Um, do you, How hard is it to season it? How many steps does it take to get it from go to, to go from gray to black, et cetera? Walk us through all that if you can, please. No. Basically, what they need to do, they just need to uh, take the pan, wash it really good. Wait, better okay. to get a gray one because you can buy them seasoned already, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter which okay. one they get. All right. Wash it, wash it really good. Rinse it, rinse it, rinse it. Put it on the fire to to dry it. Okay, All put right. it back on the burner to dry it. Set the oven on three fifty. Now take oil, mm-hmm. coat the inside and the outside, and turn that pan. Put it on a sheet pan upside down. Okay, and put it in the oven and bake it for about an hour and shut it off. Mm-hmm. And then wash it again. All right, and then put it back on the burner to dry off. And then a little bit of oil on the inside and take a, a paper towel and smear that oil around, and that's it. And then the more they use it, the more it will keep being seasoned. So but it's important to put it on the burner after you wash it. To dry it because it's a porous surface. To dry right? it. But it's not so much – it's no. not porous, but that's where the rust forms because you don't see the moisture on it. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you have a cast iron pan that's a little rusty, it's not penetrating it. It's just on the surface. All you have to do is wash it and then put it on that dry it, towel dry it, but put it on the burner and you'll see the moisture evaporate and then just oil it with a little bit of oil, just a little vegetable oil or whatever you have. Yeah, and you do that every time you use it. Every time you use but, it. But is yeah. that, I always was concerned about roaches with that because you're not putting a, a dirty pot in your in your cabinet or whatever you do? Well, how does. No, I mean, we're only talking, I mean, we're talking like just a half a teaspoon of oil. Okay. Just enough to smear it around. I mean, no, I've never had that problem. What type of oil? Any, any. Somebody's texting um, Whatever you have. I've used oil, vegetable oil. I've used, <laughs> you know, for cast iron, you need that 5W30. Yeah. Uh, Especially you know, in this climate. Vegetable, whatever is there, whatever you happen to have handy. Okay. Yeah. And is it really worth going through all of that? Are the benefits of cooking in it that much better than a, a Dutch oven or whatever well, else you would use? The thing is, it holds the heat really well. For example, when I want steak, mm-hmm. I'll put the cast iron on the fire. I turn, I crank the oven up to about 450. Yeah. I put the cast iron on the fire, let it get hot. I put just a drop of oil in the pan. I throw down the steaks, three minutes on one side, two minutes on the other side, slip it in the oven for 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, take it out of the oven, set it on top of the stove, off the fire, and just let it rest for 10 minutes before I cut it. And you have a perfect medium steak. If a steak is like an inch thick, mm-hmm. it's perfect medium. You know, so the cast iron pans hold the heat, and they're great for one pot dishes because you can use them on top of the stove, but then you can also slip them in the oven. But you can do it with a Dutch oven too, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. It just—I I don't know. I guess, and you can bake in these uh, in these cast iron pans oh, as well, yeah. right? Don't make, don't people oh. make cornbread or something in there? Oh, yeah, you can start your corn, but you heat it up on the stove, you know, throw a little butter down in it, but not too, don't get it too hot. Throw that butter in there real quick, and then pour in your cornbread batter, 
and it creates a crust and slip that baby right in the oven once you get the batter in there. All right. It's a nice crust on the outside. All right, let's take a break, and uh, we'll get more questions when we come back. Somebody texted in, man, I've had a lot of problem with this myself. Um, with a gas gr- grill, trying to get the chips to smoke because it seems like I don't wait long enough, and then just when they start smoking is after I've finished cooking, which doesn't do anybody any good at all. Um, 621, Tommy Tucker back in a flash with Kevin Belton. You got any cooking questions? 504-260-1870. Right now, it's time for traffic on WWL. 626, Tommy Tucker, WWL. A couple of minutes left with Chef Kevin Belton over at WWL-TV, PBS, author of several cookbooks. We love to talk to him every Thursday morning. Get started on a little bit lighter note about cooking. So, Chef Kev, somebody texted this in, and I got a big problem with this myself. I got a gas grill, soak the chips like they tell me to, put them in the smoker box like I tell like they tell me to, Wait and wait and wait and wait and wait, and they never do start smoking. And then I get uh, impatient, so I put the steaks on, and right about the time I'm taking the steaks off, that's when the chips start smoking. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Or what is uh, this person doing wrong? I wouldn't, I wouldn't soak them too much. Okay. You know, I, I mean, the whole idea of smoking them so that they don't burn fast. Soak but them. since you're doing something steaks that aren't going to take a long time, I wouldn't even soak them. Okay. But if you got the little smoker box, and, and, and um, you know, you can pick them up at, at, at anywhere that sells barbecue grills, like the the, the, the um, hardware stores. Yeah, the cast iron they box use, you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. it's a little metal box. They, right. You can get them on Amazon even or go to the store. They run anywhere from like 12 to 20 bucks. But put your wood chips in that. And they even sell little kindling that you can put in there to get them started. But I've even, I've even uh, tried to put the dry chips at the bottom and then the wet the the soaked ones on top. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I understand the basics of fire, but it doesn't seem to work. No, I, you know they always tell you to soak them. I don't know. I've never soaked them. Mm-hmm. You know, I've also taken before I had a firebox. I'd take a chunk of wood take a pair of tongs, I would set it on my gas burner inside, mm-hmm. get it lit, that chunk of wood, and to then clear, carry it outside and in, put inside, it in the smoker. Inside the grill, put not inside the, the house, just to be clear about that. Um, yeah, You know you have the side burner on the grill? Yeah. I'd put a chunk of wood on that to get it lit. Huh. And then I'd just move that and set that right on the grill itself. Once it got lit, open up the lid, set it down in there, and let it just burn itself, you know, a nice little, you know, four-by-four four chunk of wood. I'm going to have to try that. Somebody texted and used a smoke tube with pellets. I don't know what a smoke tube is, but I guess they're talking about the wood pellets. It's a, yeah, it's it's the same. It's instead of a box, it's a tube that you can put the uh, wood in. I got you. And you, uh, put... you can use wood, and you can use wood pellets. Now they sell the compressed wood pellets. Right, for the pellet grill, right? Yeah, huh? But so you, you can put the pellets in a uh, in in in, the, in a smoke box or the smoke tube. Some of them are round. Some of them are a box. Yeah. Huh. Somebody wants to know why does their cake come out tough when they <laughs> when they bake it? I don't think I've ever had tough cake. Is there such a thing? As um. That? Yeah. You, they ha- you need butter or oil in a cake for it to be moist. Uh-huh. You got to have that butter or oil. So if you're skipping out the butter or oil, that's that's what it is. All Especially right. like carrot cake calls for like a most carrot cakes call for a half a cup to a cup of oil. Uh-huh. That's what keeps it nice and moist. And the cake is tough. 
Um, it, 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 it can be, depending on what they're making, but they might need to add a little more moisture, or I would change it, or I would look for a different recipe. You know, right. if the cake is coming out tough, it, it seems like it needs a little more moisture. I've never heard of that before. Ice, thank you, Chef Kev. A pleasure as always. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. You too, sir. Chef Kevin Belton over at WWL-TV, PBS, author of several cookbooks. When we come back, we're going to talk to Mike Strain, Commissioner Louisiana Department of Agriculture and Forestry, a big ball of positivity and sunshine. We love talking to him. Then we'll get very serious in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll talk with Rafael Goyeneche and Joe Geruso about crime in the city, not just violent crime, but stolen cars and more. Right now, time for WWL First News. For that, we go to Ian Ozan. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 